0: Welcome to 5% Radio, where it's all about learning like no one else today, so you can live like no one else tomorrow. Please be sure to share and subscribe. What is up and welcome back to another episode of the 5% Radio podcast. Today is episode number 31, and I want to talk to you about something we all will be dealing with on our journey to success, and that is... Snyops. I'll dive into a little bit more about exactly what that is in just a second, but I want to start us off with three quotes, two of which actually are by Chris Brady. Quote number one is, there is no significance in a safe life and there is no safety in a significant life. Chris Brady. Number two, I thought that safety was the most dangerous thing that could ever happen to me. I wanted Significance. Chris Brady. And then lastly, a quote by Dale Moody. He said this, he said, our greatest fear should not be that of failure, but succeeding at something that doesn't really matter. And it's it's really that last one that is uh, is actually one of my absolute favorite quotes. Our greatest fear should not be that of failure. In other words, what most everyone fa- fears in life is failure. What most everyone is afraid of is failure, not making it. What will other people think of me if I try this and I don't, quote unquote, make it, aka if I quit before I've actually put in enough work to really make this happen? Our greatest fear should not be that of failure, but succeeding at something that doesn't truly matter. How many times have you seen someone go on to have success in an area that does not really matter? It doesn't actually have an impact. It doesn't actually have any long lasting ramifications in a positive light after they're gone. It's just kind of something they did to to make money, to raise a family, to pay bills. And there's there's still honor in honest work, but man, if you could do something more, if you could really make your life count for something. And I'm not saying leave a, a legacy for like I'm not looking to build the the Price Family Foundation, like the the Price Family name, is going to live on for you know three hundred years. Like that's that that's not what I'm talking about. You know, sometimes people will get off into the weeds and they'll say things about like you know, the the such and such family is going to live for this many generations on the money we make this year. And like that those are those are great goals to have. If that's something you want to do, then more power to you. But I'm really talking about something that deeply matters here, something that you can leave behind that eternally impacts the lives of others for generations to come not just yours not just your kids but that really makes a mark so let's go back to what sniops are so this actually um, i don't know where this term originated i know that i first heard of this in a zig ziglar book which i believe was secrets of closing a sale which is an older book on sales and he had a lot of phenomenal uh, personal development material back in the day he was a motivational speaker he wrote a lot of books he was uh, very, very, very experienced in sales. I believe he sold for a company called Wherever Cookware back like way, way, way back in like the 60s. And he was actually the top salesperson out of 7,000 people. That was kind of what originally got him his, uh, his fame and kind of, you know, his, his stardom. Essentially, a lot of people began to know who he was because he was called in to speak and he started writing books and things like that. But anyway, one of the things that he used to talk about was SNIOPs, which stands for susceptible to the negative influences of other people. Sniops, susceptible to the negative influences of other people. And so this is a concept that he talks about. And basically what this meant is that you care what other people think. And I understand that every single person listening right now, there's two kinds of people. Well, I I don't, I don't give a crap what other people think and blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. Really. It doesn't bother me. And then there's a person who's, who's honest and says, yeah, it does actually bother me. I think about it a lot. I, you know, and there's a cute little saying that goes like this. You wouldn't care so much what other people thought of you if you knew how seldom they even did. Meaning. Other people really aren't thinking about you all that much. However, the fact that they do think about you at all and that they do have an opinion on whatever you are trying to accomplish can sometimes bother people. So one of the biggest things that you really have to steer clear of when it comes to your being successful is being susceptible to the negative influences of other people people. It is, it is within us as humans to want the approval of the people that surround us, to want the approval of our, our our tribe, so to speak, to to want people who are around us to say essentially something along the lines of, you know what, we're proud of you and keep doing what we're doing. We believe in you. That's a great idea. You should definitely be chasing that venture and you can do it. Like we, we deep down, we really want that from people, but more often than not, we're not really going to get it and you've got to come to a place within yourself that you really are genuinely okay with the fact that you may never get that, even from the people that you want it most, meaning it might be from your family, it may be from your significant other at times, it may be from your closest friends, but you you really may not ever get that, and that kind of goes back to one of the things that I started with, which is there is no significance in a safe life, and there is no safety in significance. See, one of the things you really have to understand is that going against the grain by default means that you're going to have people correcting you. You're going to have people telling you, uh, "Hey, you know, insert your name here." Hey, hey, Jesse, you're you're going the wrong way. Like you're you're not doing what everyone else does, and we're concerned about you. If you were working a full time job and then going to college at night, I mean that that is totally okay. If you're working eighty hours a week, seven days a week, twelve hour shifts, you know, if you're putting in eighty four hours a week, like we, we're we're proud of you. Then, but man, if you're if you're working full time and then you're also doing, you know, this this is a little bit non typical and and you know what you're doing and uh, developing passive income or, or doing this or doing that or well, you know, it, this 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 isn't what regular people doing. Really, at the at the bottom, like when you get all the way down to it, really, what it's saying is what you're doing. I'm not used to and it's making me uncomfortable in some way, shape, or form. And I'm I'm trying to express that, but I'm not able to actually tell you that verbatim. I'm not able to tell you what you're doing is challenging what i'm doing it's challenging my assumptions my beliefs my thought patterns of how i really think and believe things are supposed to work in society it's it's really it's it's challenging my paradigm meaning my view of the world the blueprint that my brain has of how the world operates it's challenging that and you're making me uncomfortable and i'm trying to give you a warning signal just to let you know hey you must be doing something wrong because that's never something that i would do and a lot of people, and I've talked to a lot of of people that have really achieved a lot of success financially, uh, financial freedom, time-wise, they have a lot of money, they have a lot of time, they've done amazing things, they've traveled the world, they've spoke a lot. By the way, the more you travel, the more more your horizons expand, the more different kinds of people you see, and um, one of the things that I've noticed personally is that my wife and I do a lot of um, traveling for business. So we we travel to a lot of different states and things like that. I have not had to travel out of the country yet, and I say yet because one of the things that I actually really, really, really am lit up about to do is traveling to Australia to speak, and then of course to scuba dive the Great Barrier Reef, and I've heard there's actually also another place that is uh, further away from the Great Barrier Reef. It's not the actual reef that most people go to, but it's something the locals know, and it's actually way, way, way more beautiful than the Great Barrier Reef, and not as many people scuba dive there because it's not a tourist-like attraction. So anyway, that is high up on my list. But that being said, my wife and I travel a lot in the States, and we also know a lot of people that travel internationally quite a bit that have business in France and business in Canada and business in the U.S., and... Um, one of the things that I've noticed is the more someone travels, the more uh, versed they are. They know a bunch of different cultures. They've met tons of people. They have a lot of different perspectives. And I'm not saying they have an open mind about everything in the world. There are some things that are absolute truths that should not be changed, that should not really be questioned, because their truth is truth. There are some things that are just flat out truth. They can be debated. They can be this or that. They can be discredited. But at the end of the day, there is an absolute truth. Some things are wrong. Some things are right. And people have to actually acknowledge that at some level in their lives, because everyone has a line that they draw of this is wrong. You know, I don't care what people do in this area, this area, this area, live and let lie as long as you, you know, let me do my thing. But there's always an area that those same people will agree that this is absolutely wrong. And I can't really tell you why from a, uh, you know, morality standpoint, but I, I just know that wrong is wrong. So therefore, right must be right. So anyway, getting back to what I'm saying, one of the things that you've got to understand is the more you travel, the more you get around different kinds of people and the less you are actually phased by what the people that you know personally think of you because you realize, you know, what it, it's a big world. There's a lot of people out there. There are a lot of different opinions and there are so many different options. There's so much more available than just the crowd that I'm around right now. So That leads me to the next thing is that really a lot of the things that you have to get comfortable with is that what you're going to do to be successful if you truly want to have time and money freedom. If you truly want to have a 5% life. Now, you can have 5% marriage. You can have 5% health. You can have any of that stuff. But as a whole, if you really want true financial freedom, which by the way, my generation, so I'm 29 years old right now, a lot of the people in the generation below me and even the generation coming up, after that one, a lot of them aren't really subscribing to the traditional go to school, get good grades, get a safe, secure job. Like they've realized that people get to the end of that path and they are going from retirement. Really, what it is nowadays is rehirement. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to, and they're like, yep, you know, I'm retiring, but I'm going to enjoy it as long as I can because I know that I'm going to have to get a job eventually because pensions are no longer a thing. Pensions benefited the workers in a way. 401ks really don't benefit the workers all that much because how many people actually max them out and how many people actually stay at a company long enough to withdraw everything, not get penalized, and then if you withdraw it in the wrong way and you don't put it in the right account, you could be taxed these these atrocious fees like they, They're not as as beneficial and as employee-friendly as people think they are. Pensions were fairly beneficial, but if you kept... Let's say 30,000 people at your company, your your General Motors, and you had 30,000 people that retired and had pensions for years and years and years and years and years. You might realize like, hey, this is we're shelling out a lot of money. This probably is not something that we're going to do down the road in the future. So let's move over into something else like, you know, retirement plans and this and that. So a lot of people are moving from go to school, get good grades, get a safe, secure job. They retire and they end up getting rehired. I just heard a gentleman last night speaking about he walked into a Walmart and there's an elderly woman in A wheelchair, like a a power chair, essentially a scooter. She cannot walk an elderly woman in a power scooter. And she is like, she's the greeter at Walmart. Now, do you think that's something she's doing? Well, you know, grandma got bored. So she's just doing that for fun. And I'm not trying to be mean, just understand that what people have done susceptible to the negative influences of other people, those other people are not going to pay your bills, but those people will tell you what they think is best for your life. And that has led to a group of people that have retired and that have lived on fixed incomes, social security, which is neither secure, and there's really nothing social with it that you could do because that's not very much money. They've retired and they've realized like, man, what I did for all those years didn't work, but they taught it to the generation behind them. And that generation has taught it to my generation. So you have to be willing to look at, okay, what is the common person doing? What are their results? What is the average? And do I want to be within that average or do I want to be well outside of it in the I want to be well above that. I don't want to live with, okay, I have $1,900 a month fixed income and then I have, you know, $500,000 in the bank. So I can live on this much per year and we can make decisions based on this and we can go on vacations based on this. If that's what you want to do, then more power to you. Continue doing what you're doing because more than likely, what you're currently doing will afford you to retire somewhat, you know, I'm not going to say comfortably by any means. But look up what the average person on Social Security makes and look up what the average person over the age of 50 has in their savings account. And then look up the average person's just monthly cost. What is their cost to live, to to pay their house, to buy their groceries, living expenses as an average in that age demographic. And you will find that those numbers do not line up whatsoever. Do your research. I invite you, go on Google. We all know that everything on the internet is 100% true. So go on Google, do your research. Average social security for a person, average money in the bank for someone who is, over the age of 50, and then average living expenses per month of that person, and see how much wiggle room there is. Because I have talked to so many people that have done something on average with their lives. They've done something uncommon. They realize that I can either have safety or I can have significance, but I cannot have both. And I can be concerned about failure or I can be concerned about succeeding. It's something that truly matters, that will have lasting impact, that will really make a difference in people's lives along the way. And even after I'm gone, I can do one of those two things, but I cannot do both. I can't have safety and security. I cannot have, excuse me, I can't have safety, security, and significance. I I can't have both. I can't have a guarantee that what I'm doing is going to work if I really want a big life. Meaning if I really want to have a huge impact. Study people throughout history. Understand that the people that succeed did something uncommon. They went the second mile, so to speak. People like Muhammad Ali. People like Jim Braddock, the Cinderella man. People like... Sam Walton, the guy that started Walmart, people like Ray Kroc, the guy that made McDonald's what it is today. Those people, people like J.C. JCPenney, who started, by the way, J.C. JCPenney, like they, they, they did such radically different things than the rest of the people out there. That if you if you really look at their lives, like there were so many times when it would make sense for them To quit. Colonel Sanders, the guy that, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders commercials, that guy, so many different times in his life when it would have been completely logical and agreed on by the common average man that, yes, it makes sense for him to quit now. He should be done. But you've got to be willing to push beyond the negative influences of other people. You cannot be susceptible to those. You've got to be running with a pack of people that are going in the same direction that you are. And if there's no one around you, here's some advice. If there's no one around you that is doing what you want to do, go find them and you may have to leave some people behind. You may have to leave some relationships behind. And don't feel bad for the people that had the opportunity to grow along with you and did not choose to take it. If you leave a relationship behind and they had the chance to grow with you, to go on the same journey, to read the same books, to get connected to the same successful people, to plug into, hey, here's a plan. Here's a roadmap. Here's a blueprint of how we can actually achieve that success. I don't care if it's a course. I don't care what it is. Here's a here's a mentorship program that I know that I'm going to get the support that I need. Here's a, a mastermind, a group of people that are going on the same direction. They're going to hold me accountable. If you present that opportunity to someone and they do not take it, that is not your fault. It's not your fault. And if they don't want to move on, that's also not your fault. You have two choices there. I can move on and leave them behind if they want to come in the future. More power to them. Great. We'll catch up later. If they don't want to come, I don't have to end that friendship, but if they are going to be negative and they're going to try to pull me down and correct me and, Hey, hey Jesse, you're going the wrong way. And do you really think this? Do you really think that blah, blah, blah. If they're going to do that, then I mean, Man, they might not be the person that you want to hang around. I cannot tell you how many close friendships I've had that have just kind of drifted apart because I've known them for, you know, in a certain number of years here. And I've changed. I've changed intentionally in a positive direction. And they're just kind of the same person. You know, some people grow accidentally. Things change and and people want to always quote like, well, my mistakes have made me who I am today and blah, blah, blah. And basically they want to say like, I've screwed up in life. And that's kind of brought me to where I'm at. And, you know, I I'm, I'm, I don't i do not have any regrets and they want to throw all these things out there that, you know, kind of truthiness, like they sound good, but when it really comes down to it, have they grown intentionally? Has it been something that they said, I'm going to grow in this area. I'm going to read these books. I'm going to mentor with this person. I'm going to ask myself these questions. I'm going to do these journaling exercises. I'm going to implement this in my morning routine. I have these goals. I have these plans to get there. Here's my ultimate dream, my destination, and I'm going to implement This plan, episode I believe it was 16, PDCA, I'm going to implement this plan, I'm going to do this plan, I'll check this plan, I'll adjust this plan, and if I'm not going where I want to go, then I will make adjustments as needed and make another plan, do the plan, check the plan, adjust the plan. I will do whatever I need to, to plug in the right address into my GPS to get me to where I want to go. If they're not doing that, and you are doing that, there will be a growing, widening gap. And if they don't want to grow, that's okay, it is 100% up to them, but don't feel bad if they have the same Opportunities you, if they could have grown with you, and they choose not to, that's not your fault. It is their fault, and they can do what they want with their life. But you've got to be okay with doing the uncommon thing. And lastly, a lot of what you'll do in success is highly illogical. It, it really doesn't make sense. Like so many times, people will say there's a situation going on right now. I'm not going to get into uh, specifics going on um, with a uh, with a family member, and they they basically voice the opinion that if if I do X and Y doesn't happen then why was not meant to happen? Like if if I do this and this doesn't happen, then it just must not be meant to happen. No, sometimes you've got to force success. I I can distinctly remember there was a time uh, last year in 2022 when just like financially, business-wise, like nothing was going the way that I wanted it to go. And I realized that if I just kept punching at a problem, I I have a lot of... um, Experience is not the right word. Just I'll say training. I've done martial arts for years and years and years. And um, I have a lot of matches, like grappling matches, sparring matches, whatever, that I've done. And really, the person that does not quit, I'm not saying the person that doesn't grow, but the person that does not quit and is just simply willing to continually try and continually try and try again and again and do it over and over and over and get back up with a smile on their face and say, you know what, I might not have won that time, but I'm willing to go again. Or I might not have done the best in that match, but I'm willing to go again. I, I might not be winning right now, but I'm definitely not going to throw in the towel. The person that does that more often than not can end up winning the match. I, I have had matches with people that literally just just my stamina from training, just just my time in the gym, wore them out so much that they were more skilled than me. They were having a better match than me. They had more, um, you know, they had just, they were a lot more talented than me. They had a better overall ability than me in that area, but because I was unwilling to give up no matter what happened, I was willing to just keep trying over and over and over and over and just keep coming at them and punching and kicking, or if you're grappling, I I was willing to just continue. Okay, I almost got choked there, almost got pinned there, almost got my my shoulder ripped and my arm broken there, but I I was able to get out of it and keep going. I've had times where that person was just so exhausted of like, oh my gosh, like you won't quit. Like, fine. Like I, I'm done. Like they, they literally just throw up their hands, which to me, if you concede defeat or like, ah, I'm going to quit. Like if I still had some fight in my tank and you were done, then to me, that means you won. And I can't tell you how many times success comes down to just hanging on a little bit longer after everyone has been shaken off. Like success almost gets, I've heard a lot of people talk about this. It almost gets tired. Like the principles of success almost get like like, all right, we're we're definitely not going to be able to beat this guy. We're not going to be able to keep him down. He's unwilling to quit. He's unwavering his commitment. He's clearly going to do whatever it takes. So we we may as well just give it to him. Like we just just let him have it. He's put the work in. He's not going to quit no matter how long it takes. He's going to make it happen. Just just let him have it. I can't tell you how many people I've heard talk about that because they were willing to do whatever it takes there's a 23 year old gentleman right now who's involved in uh, one of the passive income projects that my wife and I are working on and he's he's 23 and he just completely retired like doesn't have a job has no debt lots of money in the bank 23 has wealth time and money he has high cash flow he's got good money in the bank has no debt owns everything completely financially free 23 years old, do you think there were some times, Well, he's so young, his journey couldn't have been that long, And there were some things that he came up against that he could have quit, but he was willing to do, number one, the uncommon thing. Number two, he was willing to disregard the negative influences of other people. He was not susceptible to them. The Snyops didn't bother him. Number three is that he did things that were illogical, that would have been considered against common sense in that chase to get there. And number four, he chose to value significance over safety and security. I believe safety is the worst thing that can happen to anyone. Common and average is one of the worst things that you could do at the end of your life to say, you know what, I lived a common life. I lived an average life. I was about like everyone else. Like you, you've got to get out there and be willing to give it whatever you've got. So beware the influences of other people. Beware the susceptibility that is built in all of us to say, you know what, I I really care so much about what other people think that I'm willing to reevaluate what I'm doing, even though it's going against the grain, it's going against the herd, it looks like it would actually work, because what everyone else is doing is not working. I believe this is my path, but because other people don't think it's a good idea, let me just pause here and say, if they're not willing to show up and build your business for you, pay your bills, support your family, get you time and money freedom, help your marriage, if they're unwilling to do those things for you, which, by the way, Everyone is, unless you have a really, 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 like, unhealthy, enabling parent, and they won't ever kick you out of the house, and you're 45 years old, and you still live in the basement, and they just give you money, and they don't expect you to work, and, like, unless that's you, which that's not a good thing, by the way, but most people have to actually fend for themselves. So you've got to be willing to go the uncommon direction and say, you know what? I don't really care what they think. I don't care if they think this is the right path for me. I've got a commitment. I'm going to stick to it. And just remember this, when people start telling you that you're doing too much, that you're going too far, that you need to rest, that you need to take a break, that that you're going too hard, that you're too focused, that you're obsessed, obsessed is just a word that average people or lazy people, depending on which quote you want to take, average or lazy people use to describe someone who is fully committed to what they are doing. So three really quick things before we wrap up here. Number one, um, there's a lot of different stuff on the show notes. I put links to books. I put uh, social media links. Sometimes I'll put links to articles that relate to the episode. Um, But I also have links to, you know, things like 5percentradio.com forward slash partner, which is where you can actually send in information to partner with us on current or future passive income projects to get yourself to a 5% lifestyle of both time and money. There is a 5percentradio.com forward slash wins section where you can send in weekly wins to actually get a shout out on the show. For example, John from Illinois did blah, blah, blah this week. Great job, John. You can actually get your name on the show and really tell us, you know, kind of what's been going on, how the show has benefited you. And then lastly, if you have not actually sent in a question to the show, go to 5percentradio.com and you can actually send in a recorded voice memo there. I will either play that on the show or read your question on the show and answer it in that episode live time. So that is it. Check out the show notes for any details on every episode you listen to, because there's always going to be little nuggets in there. And sometimes I add different things into the show notes. But anyway, that being said, have an awesome day, awesome week, awesome month, and I will see you in episode number 32.